back to the second hour of Love Babs Love Talk. I'm Babs Rolls Ivy, and I'm delighted this morning to have back Miss Kayla Vincent, who is executive director of the uh, Racial and Justice Center at Yale. Did I say that right? Law and Racial Justice Center. You were close. Good morning. Okay, I'm getting close. I'm getting close. And the Yale Access to Law School program, which the applications are open. They are open. And they've started to come in. So we're excited, really? we're excited already? about that. We've already gotten a few. Yep. They opened I, on Monday and they'll stay open until June 30th. Wow, that's a good while. You'll yes, be able to yes. get like thousands. <laughs> <laughs> we want people to have time. We want people to have time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're going to have time. Let me tell you, because I, I done gave it out to people already. Like, I was like, oh, it's open here, here, here. Excellent. Here. Love to hear that. <laughs> All right. So, what year are we in, Kayla? This will be our fourth cohort already. It's kind of hard to believe. Um, yeah, so this will be our first, our fourth cohort and our second group will be starting law school in the fall. Um, so we've got people in all stages of the process now, folks applying, folks in the program, folks in law school. So we're really excited. So so is, is this the dream realized? We'll see, you know, I mean, I think that the, the dream has always been sort of two part. And one of the one is that, you know, we live in New Haven, we have neighbors who want to go to law school. And that's something that people already in law school are like uniquely able to help folks do. So in that sense, that part we've got done, right? We've got folks who are going to law school and going to law school with good financial aid um, packages and, and all of those things. Um, but the second part has really been like investing in folks who want to lawyer right here in New Haven and in Connecticut. And so it's going to take a little bit longer to see the outcomes of that, where there are folks like you, for example, who are done with law school, barred <laughs> and practicing right here at home. Um, that's right. We, we, speak, we speak things into existence around here. And we're really excited to see the sort of community impact that that has. I, I mean, I think you're well on your way. Well, you know, when I talked to Addis, who was my mentor in all of this um, and 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 what she is wanting to do, and I'm buying into that with her, mm -hmm. um, just, you know, do, to work in community, to do the work that she and I have already been doing all our lives and me being way older than her. But um, that that is the dream for us. Like she and I, we don't have aspirations for big law firms or any of that. We we really just want to be on the ground with with the people and just, you know, make a difference uh, in that way. So, and that's uh, where there's like real legal needs um, that, that are being unmet because there's not enough folks who want to lawyer in exactly the way you just described. Yes. Yes. So, so how many people can you take in the program at one time? Up to 20 people in each cohort. And that's, that's a sweet number. Like, how did you come to 20? Like what, what was it about 20 versus 15 versus 30? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So we want to take as many people because kind of like uh, two, two sort of competing things. One is we want to be able to support as many folks as possible. And the other is like being really honest about our own capacity. Like we don't want to invite so many people to be fellows that then people are like, well, wait, I can't get in touch with my coach and my coach is overwhelmed. And we want to really be able to build a community where people feel like they have support. And we just don't think we can do that with more than 20 people at a time. Um, uh, and so that's how we landed at 20. Mm. And so and so the, the folks that y'all recruit law students and yes. they're Yale law students, y'all recruit. They are some of the kindest, nicest people I've ever seen in my entire life. And, really and I keep waiting for them to be annoyed. And I've not <laughs> seen, you know what I mean? Like, no, I, yeah. 
I've not seen that one instance. Like, and we're in the group meet chat together. We'll somebody will put something in, and somebody will answer it. Are they so willing to help? I've never seen this kind of help in all my days. What is it? What is it? (laughs) You know, it's really that the the folks who like self-select to want to be in our class are just wonderful people. Like that's one of the best things. We just get really lucky year after year. And at this point, those folks are actually today at lunchtime, those folks who you know who are the coaches now are going to have a uh, like a lunch information session with students who might think about joining the program next year. And when when they go to those sessions, you know, you'll hear other law students say things like, I don't know, y'all seem kind of like a cult, like y'all like each other a little bit too much. <laughs> and this is like, unlike other spaces that I've seen at the law school. And it really is just the students are wonderful people. And the kind of students who are attracted to this program are often themselves people who benefited from a pipeline program or who felt like there was something about them that meant they weren't the right fit for law school. And so they're really just trying to pay forward um, what they themselves have received and, and they can see firsthand like all the barriers that exist. And they're just willing to say, if I can knock down even half of this barrier, I'm going to do that. Um, they're just good people. They are. Yeah. Every last one of them. I've not, I've not seen an annoyance. I've not experienced attitude. It has just been ra- wrapping their arms around us in such a way that they really do make you believe you could do this. Well, do you know what I mean? because you can, <laughs> you definitely can. Um, and they know that better than anyone else because they're doing it right now too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, so you start, rec- so they, so they in turn recruit people that they know, or they, they recruit people, they have a session and then they recruit people. And I'm sure you vet them and all this other kind of stuff mm-hmm. and then sign them on. And then, and then they, then they start fresh with a new group of, of incoming folks. Is that how it works? Yes, exactly that. Yes. So the coaches are coming in at the same time that the fellows are coming in. And that's a part of, you know, the beauty of our community too, is everyone's looking to build community and everyone's new to the program. It's really great. It, Cause it's a huge commitment of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On both sides, right? Both as a coach and a fellow. I think you oh my can be God. appreciate the time <laughs> commitment. Like you hear us say it during the process. You hear yes. it during the interview. But that's not quite the same as it's like Wednesday night and the hours need to be put in. Um, it really is a huge time commitment. It is. And I, I, I you know, because I, I know people, uh, Kayla, who are studying uh, without benefit of a pipeline program or or prep program. And, and I, and I said, listen, you don't even know what you don't know mm-hmm. doing it this way. I was like, mm-hmm. you don't even know all the other stuff that's underneath and around and under that you got to do. This is just one part of that journey. Mm-hmm. And, and this can't, and this is not the end all be all part either. The LSAT it's all right. the personal statements and the addenda. And the, uh, da, da, da. <laughs> it's like almost <laughs> like a never ending list. And I think the thing that a lot that sometimes um, folks aren't able to know as well is that the people who are successful in this process and who end up at a law school, they're really happy about being yet, do this process in community. And and for some people, that community is like, my mom is a lawyer. My dad is a judge. My dad's best friend is a lawyer, right? And for people who don't have access to that built-in community, that's why pipeline programs are so important because they, they, it allows folks to do in community what everyone else who's successful is doing in community. 
Mm. So um, do you get any pushback about the pipeline, Kayla, that why, why do they, why do they need a, a, a pipeline? Why, why can't they just be like everybody else and, you know, not have those uh, uh, supports? You know, I actually, I really haven't heard that, um, at least not here in New Haven. I haven't heard folks asking that question. And I, I think in part, it's because, especially in the law school, it's because folks in the law school know that it's, what we're doing is leveling the playing field. We're not giving folks things that other people don't have access to. Lots of people, especially folks who go to law school straight out of undergrad and they have the means, they'll take you know, six months off, not working, not doing anything, but studying for the LSAT with an LSAT um, tutor or an LSAT program. And so if you think about someone who's able to do that by providing folks in New Haven with with an LSAT program, we're actually just leveling so that everyone's in the same place. We're not giving people things that other people, you know, don't, don't have access to. And so I think, you know, we think about it as we all benefit when there are more lawyers who want a lawyer on behalf of community. And why wouldn't we want to help more people do that? Mm. And so are other 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 law schools looking at y'all as a model for this? Do they do they call you up and say, Kayla, how do you do this? <laughs> it's a good question. No, not as of now. We haven't had that, but that's one thing that we really hope will happen. There are tons of law school pipeline programs in the country. And so we're really happy to be in good community and like ha- to be in a group of other folks who are also doing this. But a lot of those are not place-based. It's not like I am a law school in this community. What am I doing to help people in this community become lawyers? Mm-hmm. You know, as far as we know, that is not a model that's being used elsewhere. And we do really hope people will take it up um, because people should be thinking about both how they can be helpful to the world, but that has to include the people right around you who are your neighbors. Um, so we hope there'll be more programs like ours and not just in the law, right? This could happen for medical school. It could happen for nursing school. It could happen for a lot of different different things. Mm-hmm. And so does does Yale Law School, does, does this yield them some prestige when they do this? Because I know some high power people have come to that law school and, mm-hmm. and I would imagine they enjoy that reputation, you know, um, does this does this win them any prestige around doing this, or or is it like you said they they recognize that this needs to level a playing field and and who better than us to do it? Yeah, you know, so the our program sits inside of the Law and Racial Justice Center, so it's not in the law school admissions office. Um, but I, I think I think the answer is yes, at least in, in our from our stance. But the I think who the prestige is coming from for us is folks in New Haven, right? Like that's mm-hmm. the right audience of, you know, are we doing a better job of being good neighbors to the folks around us? And if this is helping to like move the scales of that in the right direction, I think that means we're doing a good thing for New Haven and we're doing a good thing for Yale. Mm. So tell me a little bit about the kinds of applicants, Kayla, who 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 you've seen the applications who that come through and then the, the decisions to choose. How do you choose? Yeah. So our application is pretty, especially as compared to actually applying to law school, it's pretty straightforward and simple. Um, and I wish not- law school applications <laughs> were as good. Yeah, well, that would be wonderful, right? 
Um, Because we're really not trying to like, the problem is there are too many gates that don't need to be there. And we're not trying to be like this new gate. Um, and so we really just want to know like two, two things. Why do you want to be a lawyer? And like, what does New Haven mean to you? Those are basically the two questions on our, on our application. Um, and we're really, when we look back at those, our first priority is that we wanna be helping people as local to New Haven as possible. We do also take folks from anywhere in Connecticut. So if you're anywhere in Connecticut, you should feel welcome to apply. And we also will take, we will take fellows who um, have had contact with the criminal legal system, no matter where they, they live, um, as long as they're able to come to New Haven for our sessions. But it's really just about how well you're able to explain why you want to go to law school is a big piece of it. And then the other piece goes back to our earlier conversation, which is about time commitment. Um, as you know, it takes a lot of hours of LSAT studying. Girl. And we there are some programs that will have you spend like a month of concentrated LSAT studying. And we don't do that for a couple of reasons. One is that not everyone can like not work <laughs> for a month and just study for the LSAT. It's not realistic for most people. Uh-uh. And also it lets you spread all those hours out, right? Over, you know, eight months or so. And so uh, sometimes it's just a matter of, it, do you have the time in your life right now to set aside, to do all the things that it takes to put together a stellar application? Um, and so sometimes we'll have folks who will reach back out and say, I, we would love it if you'd reapply in the future when you have a little bit more free time. Or there'll be someone um, who is from New Haven, but currently living somewhere else. And we'll say, well, if you think you're coming back home and you'll be around locally, please reapply in the future. And we see a lot of um, folks apply more than once. Uh, so yeah, that's really just as an explanation of why law school and, and what New Haven means to you is what we're looking for. Oh, I love it. I love it. And so now, so this is cohort number four. So mm -hmm. what, what do you think y'all have learned so far? And and are you, and as you learn, uh, I, I would imagine that you're like, okay, we're going to do this a little different over here, or we're going to do this a little different with this. I mean, mm -hmm. is that, is that the idea? Yeah, that's definitely the idea. And it's where the, the, the students, the Yale law students have been really wonderful too. It's an opportunity for them to think about like, how do you actually build a program that responds to a need meaningfully? And you continue to reevaluate just because we've done something one way in the past doesn't mean it worked, doesn't mean it'll work for this new cohort of folks. And so we really do try to program around the specific community that's right in front of us. Um, we've learned about all the ways that studying for the LSAT is really isolating. So it's not just whether or not you have a program, but it's also... Are you literally spending time with other people studying for the LSAT? And it's also, are you spending time with other people who understand what you're going through, like not studying for the LSAT, right? Like that's why we did a bowling trip in the fall and we're doing a social event this, this weekend um, that really it is the relationships that you build that carry you through the hard moments. And so we've been thinking a lot about how do we keep creating new opportunities for you to have relationships, not just with your coach, but with all the coaches and with the other fellows. Um, so th I think those are some of the, the main lessons we've been, we've been um, applying this year. I love it. So um, talk to me about the relationships that you have with the other neighboring law schools, because we've been to UConn, um, mm -hmm. we've been to Quinnipiac, and, yep. and our time is spent, a lot of our time is spent uh, on Yale, Yale Law School campus. Uh, mm -hmm. Talk about those relationships with that, because I find that to be quite gracious and illuminating. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I it's I think it, part of one of the hard things about law school is that or and you may remember this even from like trying to decide where to go to college, especially when it's like you're like 16, 17, 18 years old. There are all these options. How do you even know what's a good fit? What do you look for? Who's going to pay the money? That kind of thing. And so we're trying to make sure that people don't have to figure all of that out on their own. Um, you know, New Haven ha or Connecticut has three law schools, and we have a lot of fellows who want to stay local. Um, and so helping folks to learn more about the law schools that are right here around us, um, and also some in Ma just right across the line in Massachusetts or in New York City, um, that's a big part of demystifying the application process. So you start to realize, oh, do I want to take classes in groups of 90 versus groups of 60? Do I want to be somewhere where the faculty really care about mentoring students? Do I wanna go into big law and so I need to be at a place that's good for that? Do I wanna be a public defender? And I think a lot of people end up having to figure this out in their first year of law school. And it's like a little, it's too late then to decide that you're not actually <laughs> at the right place. And it's been really wonderful how the law schools in Connecticut have been really open to meeting with our fellows and talking about who they are and being honest about what they can offer so people can make really informed decisions. Yeah, I, I found that to be, um, uh, when, I, when I went to UConn, when I went to UConn and, and Quinnipiac, I found them to be so uh, real and honest yeah. about, you know, what they require, uh, what they have to offer. Um, and I, I've never spent any time in, in these spaces in these spaces like that. So, so I would have been like everybody else trying to figure out, okay, well, okay, well, what, what, how do I, you know, so to get a chance to go and sit <laughs> and listen and feel um, that was worth everything, you know, uh, that was such a yeah. good, a nice, a nice turn of events. Yeah. We're really, really appreciative of the teams at both of those schools for, for doing that for us on, on a Saturday and, and being so you're right. I mean, the, one of the things is once people have admissions off it offers, we often say like, you know, don't decide to attend the law school that you haven't visited yet. You know, you need to just go there and see if it feels right to your body to be there and to be able to do some of that before even applying is, is really, really a huge benefit. Mm, it is. And so now I, 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 I want people to know that you just don't cut us loose. No. Um, once we take the LSAT. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's just that's just the first the first part of this long term relationship. Because <laughs> there's way more to uh, going to law school, the application process than just the LSAT. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, I mean, there's a whole thing about this. And uh, and and the more that you learn about it, um, the better you are. So you don't make these mistakes and got to backtrack and try to figure this out in the ninth hour. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I, I love that because I was like, OK, um, did they cut us loose at the end? No. You're like, no, we're going to get you start applying and then start fielding offers. And, and I was like, you walk us through this whole process. Like, I'm not yeah. going to be by myself trying to decide these things. And even in law school, I mean, the same is true. Like we've been, uh, we, we have a, our first cohort who's in law school now. And, you know, we've talked to them about their, their summer plans and how we can support that. And we're continuing to think about what it looks like to support folks all the way through law school. Um, so there really will never be a point that, that it's like, all right, well, I used to be a fellow <laughs> and now <laughs> I, can't, I can't call on them anymore. That's, that's not, that won't, that won't, that never happens. 
I love I love it. So so Kayla, when you when you think about the reach of of folks, um, um, how far into community do you go? Do you are you are you talking to uh, like the NAACP or are you talking to the local colleges? Are you like how are you reaching people? You know, we a lot of our, what we've done so far has been word of mouth, which I think has been really great um, because we have fellows who, like you, who tell other people about it because they think that it's, we're actually doing a good job. Um, so that's been really great. Um, and we also, you know, last year we tabled at the Juneteenth celebration. We um, were very grateful to have uh, some high school students who hung door knockers for us around the city. So we've been trying to think about ways to reach folks who are not already somehow connected to Yale, whether because they're staff or someone in their family is staff um, or they work at the law school. Um, and so we welcome suggestions. If you have thoughts about ways that we should be reaching out to folks, because we've been we've been really lucky so far. We've gotten people from all like parts of the city and people with all different sorts of um, careers before wanting to go to law school. And we want to make sure we keep making sure everyone knows about the opportunity. I think what I what I've been struck by since I've been in this program, and I and I've been publicly putting my journey on Facebook and Instagram, so people are following along my my study and all the all the things. Uh, but what what I have found most interesting is I had no idea so many people wanted to go to law school mm-hmm. and just had no way to to make that happen. Like mm-hmm. really had just just was like I always wanted to go to law school. I was like, wow, it's just like a quietly held secret. Yeah. Uh, Because people didn't know how to figure out how to, you know, because then they got jobs and they got families and they got all these other commitments or, or they did, or they were formerly incarcerated and they were like, oh, I had no idea I could, I could go to law school. Yeah, you could. Yeah, Yeah, you could. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's there are a lot of people, like you said, kind of like holding, holding it close to the chest and not sharing with folks. Um, because the path doesn't seem clear, and we hope our program helps that path to seem clear for for at least some of our uh, some of our neighbors. I I I think I think uh, I think it's a good path, and because uh, I, I I you know before I decided to do it, I looked around to see what else what else out there could get me get me there, and <laughs> I and then and then and then I just hit a roadblock because I was like some of these these programs are expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and a lot of them are just online, and and I was like, no, I can't, I just cannot do two years online of anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, I know. One lesson we've learned over the last couple of years: some of us like it, and some of us really do not <laughs> like being <laughs> online all the time. I'm right there with you. But you know, there really are there are opportunities for financial aid. There's ways to set yourself up to be more likely to get aid from the schools you're interested in. Um, there are people who go, there are part-time programs right here in Connecticut. So there are ways to make this happen if it really is a goal that you want to achieve. And so I'm glad, like, it's wonderful even that you're putting your journey on social media, because then it means people who even aren't in our program are still getting the benefit of the information, which we really feel like everyone should have access to. Um, mm. We don't limit our numbers because we're trying to gatekeep. We, we're just trying to be able to like do what we say we're going to do for people. But we really want this information to be as widely available as possible. It shouldn't be a secret how to become a lawyer. I, 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 and, and I hear you all say that all the time. 
like you it's like ingrained in in the conversations that we have with people you know um and for a long time it just you know from where i sit it just seemed like a like a that it was not meant for everybody that only a select few could actually do this right and so and so to hear you all keep saying no 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 we want everybody to be able to do this you know it just feels it feels so welcoming mm-hmm. it yeah. makes our profession better too right like part of the you know we would be lawyers would be better able to serve their clients if they looked like and understood the experiences of their clients and so some of this is like a little bit selfish. I'm like, I actually want lawyers to be better at their jobs. And one of the best ways to do that is to change who the lawyers are and to add a new set of people to that group who already have the talents and skills to be better at like the sort of lawyer client relationships and those kinds of things. So we're excited to have y'all join the ranks. (laughs) Well, you know, listen, we are, we are doing our best. It, even in our frustrations uh, with this wrestling with this LSAT. <laughs> yes. And that's the goal. They're like, the LSAT will get some people to just count themselves out. And we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Yeah, it 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 will. It will. And, uh, and uh, it has been a learning lesson for me to sort of calm my brain about it uh, and not see it as a personal uh, uh, failing or uh, lack of intellect or, or whatever. And, uh, and you all do a good job of saying, listen, it's a game. God just have the tools to play the game has nothing to do with your ability or not ability. It's just, you just need the tools to just move the pieces around the board. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I was like, oh, okay. All right. And it is starting to sink in. Like it is starting to, uh, feel just like that, you know, like this is not a moral failing. This is just, it's just a tool. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. And the more time you have to use that tool, the better you get with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I tell you, I I enjoy my cohort. I, I know how y'all curated this group of people, but I enjoy every last one of them. And they each bring um, something different to the group, mm-hmm. uh, which makes us, I feel very close to them. You know, and when we talk and, you know, when we meet up, when we study groups, like I, I was struggling with someone, I I was struggling with learning something and someone saw that I was struggling and called me and said, I see you're struggling with this. Let's meet up so we could walk, so I could walk you through what I know. And I just thought, oh my God, like, that's that's just amazing. Yeah. You know, because they don't have to be that way. Right. But they are. Yeah. Yeah. The, we've gotten very lucky in that respect too. And I think that's something that has surprised us a little bit. I think we thought that our, our fellows would likely already know each other or have, you know, sort of, you know, pass cross paths in some ways. And I think in the beginning, at least with your cohort, a lot of y'all didn't know each other. And so that mm-hmm. was kind of cool too, to see you get to know other people right here um, in New Haven and to see the relationships y'all have built. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I, I mean, we, I've got two Soros in it and I got, you know, I know some folks. So, so it's been nice to sort of, and, and to hear the kind of lawyers that they want to, the, the kind of law that they want to practice and get mm-hmm. into has been just as varied, right? Mm-hmm. You know, things that I, I had not even thought, thought about. And I was like, wow, that's pretty, uh, 
that's pretty impressive. You know, environmental law and mm -hmm. um, uh, law around um, disabilities and autism and all that kind of stuff. I was just like, I'm just blown away and baffled by um, people's interest and in, in what they're what they want to commit their lives to. You know, yeah, so. it's it's really amazing. All right, so so be before I let you go, um, say say some last words to to people out there who might be on the fence uh, about this. Um, as uh, assuage their fears and concerns. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say that if you're even remotely interested um, to spend some time, look at the application on our website. You'll see that it is not where it's not super complicated. It's not asking for very long essays. Um, I would highly encourage you to submit an application, and we can start to have a conversation about. Um, what you're thinking about doing in the future, we're here to support no matter what. And so if you go through the first year of our program and actually what you learn is like, I don't want to go to law school. That's a good thing too, because we don't want you to spend a, you know, a whole lot of time, energy and, and money on something that ultimately you say, oh, one of the things I've learned from this is that the thing I'm doing right now in my community is actually where I want to be. And so there's no such thing as like disappointing us or any of that. Like we're here to be a support system. And so if you think you might want to be in community with other folks to figure out if law school is the right next step, then our program is a program for you. Okay. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. It's always good to see you, Kayla. I feel Thank like you. I've Thank seen so much me. of you since the very first time that I met you uh, with cohort number one. And so, uh, so I feel like I've gotten closer to you. And I, I, I think what y'all are doing is amazing. And uh, I've enjoyed, uh, even in my frustration, I, this has been an amazing, incredible journey. Like I've learned, you know, old dog learned some new tricks about myself and about my ability to do things uh, has been uh, inspiring to me. So that's wonderful. Thank that's you. really wonderful to hear. Thank you very much. So, so I will see you later because yes, I'm coming you will. over. For the uh the the was it Limon the Lyman the Lyman. Lyman yeah it should be a good evening yeah so I'm coming over for that so I'm excited about that but uh thank you so much for your time this morning thank you thank you I'll see you later you shall all right all right Harry Jones we're out thank you so much Kayla. <laughs> <laughs>